uh, American Financing uh, is our sponsor. And I, I've done business with American Financing, uh, have a mortgage uh, with them. And the reason I went to them was because, well, the reason I went to them the second time was because of my experience the first time, which was I went to them and said, look, this is the sort of loan I want. I want X, Y, and Z. And we went back and forth on it and they said, you know what, honestly, if you want this type of loan and you can find it from somewhere else, maybe you should just take it from them, you know, it, that, the, no, no offense. So I eventually found uh, a mortgage that, that fit those uh, kind of bizarre sort of ideas that I had about what I wanted for a mortgage and they encouraged me to take it. They didn't try to force me into the business. Uh, I went back to them later on. They beat every deal uh, and they've just had a, it's just been a great experience working with them american financing 800-906-2440 you can do things like remortgaging uh, your home you can if you're buying a new home they're a great place to go they've got everything going for them go to americanfinancing.net it's americanfinancing.net 800-906-2440 From the Middle East, it's the Glenn Beck Program. None of us have really slept since yesterday when we met. So, and it's Friday, and yesterday was such a colossally bad day. It might be one of those shows that our producers should have their finger on the filter button because I begin with Joe Biden's speech in 60 seconds. I know a thing or two about interior design. I think you know a thing or two about interior design as well. When it comes to re-envisioning a room and make it stand out like it never stood out before, uh, you know, here's what you do. You call blinds.com. That's what, that's what you do. The consultants over at blinds.com, they know. And I know this because I've had several experiences with them. They've proven that they have the same ability just to look at a room and know what's going on to liven it up and make it look exactly right. Right now, they're offering up to 35% off everything. So you can upgrade any room indoors or out. With 25 million blinds sold, blinds.com makes ordering custom window treatments online easy with free shipping and 100% guaranteed perfect fit. Sunshine and barbecues are in the forecast. Upgrade your backyard and window treatments with Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Save up to 35% off everything right now at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. From the Middle East. Um where we have been trying all week to get um, Christians out of uh, Kabul. Uh, I can't give you an update today. Things have been so chaotic since last night. Last word, we had 5,100 Christians and refugees out. We're trying now. We're in another phase, kind of looking for a land bridge. 
Um, but uh, there are other people that are trapped at the airport, uh, not on the tarmac. Um, I think we have cleared all those. We have repositioned um, the airplanes that um, have been working for the Nazarene Fund. Uh, and I have to tell you, the, the teamwork on the ground uh, is absolutely phenomenal. It is, uh, I want to make it really, really clear that it is not just us uh, that is, is doing all of this by any stretch of the imagination. We are working with so many different uh, groups, and I will talk about that a little later on and how you can help. Um, but I, I first... I just want a super shout out to President Joe Biden, who is the worst president. And he may, in my, you know, if you've listened to this program, I hate Woodrow Wilson. Hate him uh, with all the intensity of a white hot sun. Maybe, as Pat would say, a thousand white hot suns. I think that Joe Biden may surpass him as the worst president of all time. Uh, last night in the speech, I just, I want to go over a, I don't know, just a couple of things. First, let's start with his message to ISIS-K. To those who carried out this attack, no, as no, well no, as no, anyone no, who no. wishes America harm, know this, we will not forgive. We will not mm, that's forget. A good message. Mm -hmm. We will hunt you down and make you pay. Okay. All right. Okay. Stop. 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 I, I just, I have a couple of questions. Um, we'll never forgive. Great Christian message there for you. Um, but he wants to talk about ISIS-K. ISIS-K. Not the Taliban. Because, of course, the Taliban, they're helping us. And their big enemy is, you know, uh, ISIS-K. It's like Special K, but it doesn't come in a box. Wish it did. If I were president, all of them would be coming in a box. But ISIS-K is against the Taliban, and the Taliban has been protecting us. Bull frickin' crap. That is not true. You are going to hear this bullcrap that ISIS is, uh, is against the Taliban, and the Taliban is so nice, and they're just trying to protect us, and they're guarding the gate. That's bullcrap. All of that is PR bullcrap. These guys do hate each other. But have you heard an idea in the Middle East called the enemy of my enemy is my friend? They'll try to blow each other up very soon. But first, they want to kill and humiliate us. So don't even start with this was ISIS-K because you don't know who it, uh, who it was. And by the way, let's say it was. There were three, ISIS, I'm sorry, there were three Taliban checkpoints before you got to the main gate where our checkpoint was. Is the Taliban, it, they're so super good they're so reliable and so good and so able to beat us, but they couldn't recognize suicide bombs when they saw them through three separate checkpoints? Now the last point on this one. We're going to hunt you down, and we're going to make you pay. 
Well, maybe that's true. After we ship them probably a billion dollars on the airport and just leave it there like we did with uh, Iran. But how are we going to hunt them down? Joe, how are we going to do that? Uh, and, and this is kind of an interesting one because people are, we'll just bomb them. We'll just have a drone up in the sky and we'll just drone them to death. Hmm, will we? Well, first of all, let's just remind you that they now have more Blackhawks. The Taliban has more Blackhawks than 85% of the world. Don't worry about it. They're cave dwellers with Blackhawks. Now, the second thing, um, usually you need some sort of an intelligence network to be able to find out on the ground who did it. Unless we're just gonna take the Taliban's word for it. Cause I know they're so trustworthy. We have no connections on the ground. If we did, none of them trust us anymore. None of them would ever work with us. We probably actually made people want to help the Taliban and blow us up the way we have betrayed them. There won't be a Middle Eastern contact for as far as the eye can see. So what intelligence network are you gonna use, Joe, to find out who did that and where they are? This guy is a moron, a moron. When a guy like me can figure this out, you are a special kind of moron. Uh, now, let's go to uh, cut to the military recommended something. Mm -hmm. Did you personally reject a recommendation to hold or to recapture Bagram Air Force Base? Here's what I've done on the, let's ask this, answer the last question first. On the tactical questions of how to conduct an evacuation or a war, I gather up all the major military personnel that are in Afghanistan, the commanders, as well as the Pentagon. And I ask for their best military judgment. What and then I would be it. the most efficient way to accomplish the mission? Mm -hmm. They concluded, the military, that Bagram was not much value added that it was much wiser really? to focus on Kabul. Wow. And wow. so I followed that Stop. recommendation. Stop. He Remember, he takes full responsibility, but he asked the Pentagon, how do we do it? He said earlier in the speech, I asked them three times today if they needed something, and they said no. Oh, well, that's taking full responsibility for it. I take full responsibility. I asked them, and they said they didn't need my help at all. They didn't want anything else. Uh-huh. Does that include them saying, this is a colossally bad idea, we shouldn't do it, Mr. President, and then you saying, no, but we're going to do it anyway? Okay. What's it going to take? Well, I don't know, because this is going to be a disaster. But the good thing is, we have a huge air base there in the country that we could use for air support. No, no, no. Instead, 
the the Pentagon said, let's, uh, what do you say we get rid of uh, the airbase? Uh, let's get, there's no use for an airbase here. There's no strategic value for this airbase. Uh, that's why when we, uh, when we first started the war, we, we built that gigantic airbase because there was no strategic use for it at all. When will the Pentagon stand up and say, that's bullcrap? Now, maybe, maybe the people running the Pentagon are that stupid, but the military's certainly not. Let me ask a Marine friend of mine, uh, Jason Buttrill, who is here with me in the Middle East, because all of us watching last night almost burst a blood vessel when we saw him say certain things. Your thoughts, Jason, on the president uh, uh, just heeding the advice of the generals and the Pentagon and saying, yeah, there's no strategic use for us to have that airbase. Well, for one, I thought that he was just following Trump's plan. So I thought all these plans were already drawn up by the Trump people, so why are they even disgusting altering it in the first place? Mm. Um, that, that's for one, you know, so this is a total shock to me uh, for, for that. Uh, two, there's no way, there's just absolutely no way the military would have said, hey, let's just abandon Bagram Air Base before we finish the the full evacuation. Why would you? Why would anyone in their right mind do that? You don't take asset, assets off the table. Yeah. You just just to cover your own ass. You're right. like, no, no, no. Let's just leave that alone. We'll take those guys out last. Just to cover your own ass, you do that. Right. And just just for like geographical reference, Bagram Air Base is right above Kabul. So it's in with it's within striking distance of Kabul. So uh, if you are going to let's say ferry troops back and forth, if you need to put troops, let's say by some wild you know stretch of the imagination that you botched the uh, withdrawal, and you know the Taliban ro rolled into Kabul last minute, and no one thought that oh that did happen. Okay, well then no worries because you have Bagram Air Base there because you then you can pull in additional assets to secure the area. Um, but, oh, they abandoned Bagram Air Base. Mm -hmm. So none of this from a military strategic you know, perspective makes any sense whatsoever. What, so what does that tell you? It was all political. So politics has been driving this evacuation from day one. You know, in, in a situation like this, in a military situation like this, the situation drives your timeline. Now, the Biden administration has been doing it exactly the opposite way. The timeline has been driving the situation, which makes no sense whatsoever. They're looking at their timeline to say, oh, we're going to make our decisions based off of this, 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 and this. No. In any other military uh, situation, period, you're looking at the situation and you're adjusting your timeline off of that. None of this makes sense whatsoever. You know, you want to see somebody that was honorable uh, on taking responsibility. That would be Eisenhower and, quite honestly, George W. Bush. George W. Bush took the heat I was in his office when he he called me and well, actually he didn't, but his people called me. Um, I said, you want something to impeach this president over? We were talking about the border. This, this is where you find something impeachable of this president. And uh, that night driving home uh, from CNN, um, I'll never forget, I'm driving, I pick up the cell phone, it's a 212 number. And uh, or 202 number, and they say, um, I pick it up, Mr. Beck, the president would like to see you in the Oval on Thursday and at 11 o'clock. And I didn't know what to do. I was just like, 
uh, okay, let me check. And I just held the phone out away from my face, like, what the hell? What do I? Okay, I'm good. Uh, and so I went, and um, he was a different person than you saw on television. He knew the names of everybody who had been killed or injured that he had personally called that morning. And it was around 11 o'clock, 11.30 when he told the story, and he was crystal clear on the name. He, he said the names of the people he called. Um, and he, he talked about assets that we had in the war, blah, 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 blah. And I said to him, no offense, Mr. President, but this is the guy that we need to see on television. And he said, you can't, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but the, the point of this story is that he said to me, it's, it's my decision. I told the military, you have whatever you want. We're not going to do this Vietnam style. So I will take the heat. And, and they said to me, fine, just please don't make the, dead, the death toll numbers coming from the White House all the time, because that's what killed us last time. And he said, fine, I won't. And he said, there are so many times that I want to tell the American people good news, but I can't. And I know I'm going to look bad, maybe for the next 50 years, but I'm going to take the responsibility because I made that promise. That's taking responsibility. This guy is, no, I, I told them what I wanted to do, and then they did it, and look how it's turning out, which, by the way, in the same breath, I'm going to say is fantastic, and uh, I should be praised for how it's, being, how it's turned, or turned out. It's just the military, Donald Trump, and anybody else's fault, not mine. Back in just a minute. Whatever you're listening to right now, it's going to be better with a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in your ear. Whether it's an audiobook, the piano, or Icelandic death metal, whatever it is you're listening to, you want to listen to it with earbuds from Raycon. Wireless earbuds. They come with gel tips for your comfort. Unlike a lot of other brands, they don't stick out of your ears. Raycons have a 32-hour battery life, so you can listen to what you want, when you want, for a really long time. 32-hour battery time. They started half the price of the other premium audio brands, and they sound just as amazing. Raycons come with a 45-day happiness guarantee, so you can't lose. You don't like them? Send them back. Create your own soundtrack with Raycon. You can get 15% off your Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash Beck. Buyraycon.com slash Beck. Save 15%. Buyraycon.com slash Beck. All right, let's pause for 10 seconds. Station ID. Stu, can you verify for me that all of the questions were submitted in advance last night? I've heard that. I, I don't have it confirmed, but I have yeah, heard that. I've, I've yeah. heard that, too, and I'd like that confirmed if we can. I've heard that they were all, um, his questions were submitted in advance. And, you know, when he got up and he said, okay, I've been told I've got to start with Mr. President. I don't know if all the presidents are told, you know, hey, you might want to start with this. You have to stop saying that because you look like a, a, an absolute puppet of somebody. Stop saying that. Or here's an idea. Don't do it. <laughs> Be your own man. 
pull up your big boy pants. When he spoke to Peter Ducey, uh, it was the most incredible, unpresidential thing I've ever seen. Here's the question. Hey, let me take the one question from the most interesting guy that I know in the press. Mm-hmm. Slam. That's you. Mr. President, there had not been a U.S. service member killed in combat in Afghanistan since February of 2020. You set a deadline, you pulled troops out, you sent troops back in, and now 12 Marines are dead. You said the buck stops with you. Do you bear any responsibility for the way that things have unfolded in the last two weeks? Now listen I to I bear this. responsibility listen. for fundamentally all that's happened of late. Mm-hmm. But here's the deal. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish you'd one day Mm -hmm. say these things. You know, as well as I do, that Uh a former president made a deal with the Taliban that he would get all American forces out of Afghanistan by May 1. In Uh return, the commitment was made, and that was a year before. Uh In return, he was given a commitment that the Taliban would continue to attack others but would not attack any American forces. Uh-huh. Remember that? I'm, I'm being serious. I, no, I, I'm asking you a question. Be, uh, because no, before... No, 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 wait a minute. I'm asking you a question. Is that, is that accurate, the best of you or not? What? Now he puts his face down into his hands. And, like, defeated. Which is a thing for him, I think. They have an issue that people are likely to get hurt. Uh Some, as we've seen, have gotten killed. Uh And that it is messy. The reason why, whether my friend will acknowledge it, or has reported it, the reason why there were no attacks on Americans, as you said, from the date until I came into office, was because the commitment was made by President Trump, I will be out by May 1st. In the meantime, okay. so you how agree does that now. make any sense at all? Then why did they start attacking us now? Wait, then why didn't you just do what President Trump was doing? Why did they start? Why did we have the third deadliest day of a 20 year war yesterday? Doesn't make any sense. But he's all jello and oatmeal in the head. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Okay, so we have teachers that are telling their students things like, most of your parents are dumber than you. You don't have to believe everything your parents believe because most likely you're smarter than them. That's an actual quote from a teacher. Do you really know what your kids are being taught or not taught about the republic, democracy, freedom, the free market? The only way to protect your kids from bad information is to give them the Tuttle Twins books, which teach liberty and economics in a fun way with stories that kids of all ages will love. Tuttle Twins are having a crazy back-to-school sale this week. It's a massive socialist inoculation kit. Yeah, yeah, this is a vaccine your kids should get. It has all of the books, the parent guides, the activity books, the audio books, 
all for less than the normal cost of just the books. They know where we are and they are willing to take 70% off the price. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. This week only, get this massive discount at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. And head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome back to the program. 888-727-BECK is the phone number. We have Bill O'Reilly coming up here in just a few minutes. Glenn Beck is in the Middle East. And Pat Gray is here with me in the studio in Texas. Pat, welcome yeah, to the program. Thank you. I am not in the Middle East. No, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm not at any location in a bunker anywhere. Though I will say, you walking around the Middle East, you'd blend in perfectly. <laughs> I mean, you... Yes. No one would even yes, know. Would. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Is that an American? Why would you say that? He doesn't look American. Uh, <laughs> right. So give me your reaction on uh, how, how, what, the catastrophe that is going on oh, my in gosh. Afghanistan. I think it's absolutely the worst catastrophe in American history, military wise. Militaristically, I think this is the worst thing that has ever happened. I, I can't think of a worse situation than this. Uh, in a way that. If, in a way that it's like we've had really bad battles against really strong foes and lots yes. of people have died right that's different than this way different than this um this leaves you with absolutely no confidence in this administration to be able to fend off any sort of threat or or uh communicate with any of our allies or uh uh, ab do anything foreign policy wise that I any normal president can do <laughs> you know it's pretty definitive I, but true yeah I, I i he's so bad he is so incompetent he is so cognitively uh gone that he's just he's not capable he's i don't think he's capable of getting anything done right to put it gently, neither of us wanted Joe Biden to be president of the United States. That's putting it very gently. Very yes. gently. Yes. Neither one of us thought he would do a good job. Right. But, but this but, goes way yeah. beyond what I thought. I, I, I feel the you? same way. I, yeah. I, I struggle to even express it. I'm flabbergasted yeah. at how incompetent and terrible yes. this has been. And one of the things I keep coming back to was he was pitched by him, by his team, by the media as this moderate, pragmatic guy who's going to come in and he's not going to be crazy leftist and he's going to, to, to look at what's going on and react to it in a smart, in a pragmatic way. Mm -hmm. And what mm -hmm. instead we've had is almost the presidency of Bernie Sanders in mm -hmm. a way. Like he is so ideologically committed to ideas like I'm going to pull everyone out by August 31st. That yeah. doesn't matter how many people are in danger. And why? He's why pushing that, right through it. Why that arbitrary date? Why? No, I, There's absolutely no reason to stick to it. You just chose it out of the air. Right. And you said, we're going to leave by August 31st. And now you're sticking to it for what reason? Right. And I've said all along, look, I, I'm in favor of leaving Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. Or at least I was. I'm not now. We should not be leaving under these circumstances. Right. We shouldn't. We should go back finish the job kill the taliban and this isis k the new variant yes yeah. the new variant <laughs> the variant of isis uh and then 
and then once things have settled down, then you know, then you pull out the right way. But I mean, it's, it's bungled so badly that there's just—I don't think there's any fixing it now. I don't think I've ever seen a worse collection of excuses that they've tried to trot out to. Oh my gosh! This idea that they're blaming Trump, which is again, Trump's deadline was May first, right? So why weren't you out there so, out by then? Then they decided to change it, right? Because right. they thought because of I guess the conditions right. so, on the ground they so were going to change already, it. Already, that's not Trump's it's fault. Not Trump's that's plan. That's your fault, right? And if you knew the deadline was May first, mm-hmm. obviously the day to start re- evacuating people is like. February 1st. Yeah, right? or like it's the day your, you took office. Yeah, the, it's January one of the f- 20th. Exactly. It's one of the first actions you would take as president in a mm-hmm. sane environment. Instead, they didn't do that. They waited till after May 1st to even begin pulling people out. And then they totally mismanaged the departure. Mm-hmm. They abandoned multiple air bases for an airlift. I mean, this is, yeah. these are not tough questions. Yeah. But Grom shouldn't, should never, never have been closed. No. And uh, I think that there's a reason to believe that that is the mid ground here between pulling out and, uh, and, and we used to use this term all the time, cutting and running. I mean, that's, how, how do you not use the term? That, that is exactly what we're doing right. in the Middle East. We are. And there's an idea to keep some troops on Bagram. It gives you a, an opportunity to respond. It's a very uh, is as easy a place to defend as possible, and you know maybe you're not even getting involved in every Taliban versus Afghan government little squabble. But if something gets out of control, we have some assets there to be able to do something. That's a rational midpoint mm-hmm. between an ongoing war forever and uh, this. Yeah, but even this, even just leaving, could have been done in such a different way. And we left him. Eighty-five billion dollars worth of equipment. <laughs> Unbelievable. Eighty-five billion. That's unthinkable. It's just unthinkable what we've done. Think of of all the BS anti Second Amendment stuff you hear from Democrats here in the United States. We left the Taliban with six hundred thousand machine guns. Weapons, yeah, yeah. <laughs> six hundred thousand. Six hundred thousand machine guns and small arms. It's like. Why didn't we take those with us? <laughs> I mean, that's not... You don't just leave that... Like, yeah. when you leave your house, you're moving. There's a whole bunch of little things left, and you're really bugged because I don't want to pick up the pens <laughs> that are in this junk drawer and stuff. <laughs> it's like, when you leave that, right. it's like, yeah, we left all these uh, M80s and the AR-15s, and eh, we just don't want to pick those up. I yeah. How do you do that? How do you do that? Now, I guess, like, in theory, right, the Afghan military <clears throat> has them, and they're using them to fight back, but I, my here's my pitch. The self-destruct button. Every mm-hmm. weapon we give to some foreign military comes with a self-destruct button. <laughs> yeah. And when we decide, oh, the Taliban has it, we just press the button and it blows up. Or at least disables itself. Right? Why on earth does this continue to happen to it's us? Amazing. And now we've taken a, a group of people who did not have lots of weapons and we've made them into one of the most well-armed militaries in the world. And I, I don't have the list in front of me, but I, I was talking this morning about this not being his only uh, debacle either. I he, he, this is the biggest. I mean, it's it's obviously one of the biggest in, in American history. But then you've got his debacle on the border, too, yeah. which is almost equally bad. Right. And and again, I go back to the point I was making earlier. This He's acting as a profoundly ideological president, right? Mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders, if he was president and there was, a, there was problems on the border, would not act 
to to send more border guards or tighten the rules because he's ideologically in favor of people crossing that border whenever the hell they want Mm -hmm. right that's how biden is acting yeah the same thing with spending I mean, like a a Democratic president that was rational might look at, wow, look at all this inflation. Maybe this isn't the time to spend four point seven trillion more dollars. Yeah. And you'd think Joe Biden would be the type of president that would say if he was as he was pitched as this moderate, pragmatic guy that would say, "Okay, look, let's not do four point seven. Let's do just the infrastructure bill for now. Mm -hmm. We can't add all these programs right now. Look at the inflation. It's killing people. And instead, he just powers through it. And Afghanistan, the same thing. It's because of that ideology that they won't fix this situation in Afghanistan, too. Mm-hmm. They won't. Uh, what they I, should do is get right back in and finish the job. Glenn? I, I will tell you that I think that um, I, I think we're going to find in time that there is there are other reasons <laughs> why um, they exited like this. And I think it's China, rare earth minerals or pipelines or something else there's 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 Mm. something else behind just you know him wanting to get out it makes no sense um unless you're just trying to destroy the nation and all of our credibility with all of our allies but i i think (laughs) there's there's uh, there's something else to 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 this the point is i think my question would be if you if your plan was to destroy the nation and kill all of our allies and do all these terrible things. Yeah. What would you change about Biden's plan? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. He just executed yeah. do anything. Nothing. You know, what's, what's amazing is there is a clear pattern here. He opens up the border, and, and because of that, the people that are coming across our border are, are taken by drug cartels and coyotes. They're raped. They're um, sold into slavery, and they're killed by those people. And we do nothing. And then he closes the airport. And because of that, people are taken, the people that are left are taken, and they're raped, sold into slavery, or killed. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the difference? He's helping the Taliban and ISIS, and he's helping the drug cartels on the border. He's he's clearly has a different... Um, agenda or uh, or a very different opinion on i think things are going well he keeps saying that and i hate to quote the princess bride but i don't think it means what he thinks it means (laughs) (laughs) i just i don't know i don't know how you wonder you know there's a moment last week where i thought to myself Joe Biden is really putting the future of his presidency not to mention how many lives uh, in the military in the hands of the Taliban, right? If the mm-hmm. Taliban decides to change this, screw up security, let somebody through, even if it's just a mistake, the, his presidency is on the line here. I mean, we've already seen an approval rating at 41%. One poll had just has just come in at 41%, which is mm-hmm. 20 points off where he started, and he's eight, eight months in. I mean, what is he going to be able to get done? Uh, he's he, all His entire legacy... You know, and this is a side point to obviously the much more important thing of people's lives. But he 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 let it rest with the Taliban. Think of that. Just the decision making behind that is incredible. But but you'll notice what Nancy Pelosi is doing. Nancy Pelosi and Congress are doing everything they can just to move forward there. Remember when we were all um, during 2008 and we were all trying to figure out what Barack Obama was doing. And I said, when we got the, the TARP bill, I said, look at this. 
look at how big this thing is. There's, there's machinery in here, and they're building a machine. And that's the same thing that's happening right now. They don't care what he does in Afghanistan. They don't care how badly it goes. They just are going to keep pushing these things through because, remember, they're building an administrative state. So it won't matter what the elected president wants to do or not because it's all going to be run through an administrator that you're never going to be able to get out. You're just, you're just, it's going to be um, administrators that are entrenched. That's what happened with Donald Trump. He went against that, uh, that administrative state and they killed him for it. I mean, they just slaughtered him. Well, how, what do you think is going to happen? If there's any criminal misdeeds that are going on now because of this, do you think the Justice Department is ever going to find it? Do you think, do you really think that, that Hunter Biden is ever, ever going to be held accountable for what was on his laptop? Ever? What he's done overseas? ever do you think that adam schiff and the people from you know that you know we had a four-year investigation where is it do you think we're ever going to get it no it's because it's an administrative state and so mm -hmm. they're just putting the final tuning in and the final pieces of the engine they don't care if he burns himself to the ground they don't care because that's not what it's about it's not winning the next election. They don't care. Hmm. I mean, that's kind of frightening. You don't have to worry about winning the next election when you're locking in all of the things they're locking yes. in. You know, you build that structure exactly and it doesn't right. matter who wins the next election. That's why they're trying so yep. hard for this four point hmm. seven trillion dollars. And they know that what that right. does to this country, it makes it impossible to yeah. reverse. Exactly right. They could all lose and it won't matter. Hmm. The Democrats are great at lose-lose, win-win situations. We lose no matter what we do. They win no matter what happens. Back in just a second. If you think the big companies you do business with can't have data breaches because, you know, they're big companies, must have amazing security all the time. They take care of everything. Yeah. T-Mobile recently confirmed that a data breach that could affect 47 million past and present customers... Have you ever had your cell phone with T-Mobile? Because that might be you. Cyber criminals are taking all of this data. Your information might be on the dark web this morning for sale. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. And every day we put our information at risk on the internet. And that's what the cyber criminals are counting on. LifeLock will detect a wide range of identity threats, and they'll work with you to fix the problems if your data ends up getting compromised, because nobody can stop everything. It's an onslaught. Protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. They're the best in the business. Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with the promo code BECK. That's promo code BECK at LifeLock.com, 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or LifeLock.com, promo code BECK, save 25%. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, one of the things that struck me from Biden's speech yesterday was sort of the reversal of how we got 
into this at the beginning. Back in the day, George W. Bush, we had a series of events. A terrorist attack, followed by a speech of, we're going to come hunt you down. And then we went in and, and hunted them down. Mm-hmm. Biden's sort of taken a remix of that philosophy. He gets the terrorist attack. Then he has the really tough speech about how we're going to hunt you down. And then he leaves in three days. That's a different, <laughs> it's a different way to look at things. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't you supposed yeah. to, when you say you're going to hunt them down, are you not supposed to stay around and hunt them down? And why? Why is he sticking to this arbitrary date? <laughs> I don't understand it. Why? Because, well, because, I think it's because the Taliban has made a red line for us. The yeah, Taliban, we're the Taliban is, dictate to yeah, us. People will keep saying yeah. this is Biden's uh, deadline. It's the Taliban's be- deadline. They are making the rules for us, the United States of America. They are providing security for us, the United States of America. Yeah, they've this got Taliban insanity. checkpoints headed to the airport. Yeah. And, and by the way, the, the the terrorists went through those checkpoints somehow. I'm I, sure. Wow, it's just a... they faced rigorous security <laughs> at the Taliban <laughs> checkpoint. Sir, are you pregnant? You seem to have a very large thing on the on your stomach there. No, it's uh, my uh, suicide vest. Oh, okay, oh, okay. come right through. Right, mm-hmm. go, right this go way. Ahead. Uh, See ya. Yeah, I mean, this wow. is uh, it's in. It, I keep going back and forth between anger and embarrassment. Right. It's the only two emotions I can muster at this point. Bill O'Reilly coming up next. This is the Glenn Beck Program.